Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning, <laughs> and then jumping around indiscriminately however we please. This isn't My the name beginning. Is what? <laughs> this is the beginning. My name is Alaska. What's yours? Hi, I'm Willem. <laughs> How's it going? Girl, we are on other sides of the world, but you know, as podcasters, we're responsible for bringing a podcast to the to the masses, and we're doing that. We are dedicated, and we are also Sandra Bullock in the net, using the immense technology available to us. It's really a miracle that we're able to do this. I'm right now in a crowded, chaotic dressing room in Oslo, Norway. Where we are all bustling to get our shit packed up and get the fuck out of this uh, theater because they're trying to throw us out. But I'm here and I'm chaining myself to the radiator because we need Wi-Fi. And I'm saying, you know what? We are doing this episode. We are dedicated to the um, to the cause and to Drag Race. Now, how many yeah. girls' bustles are there? Um, how many divas are on the tour? Ten? Nine. Yeah. Well, meatball, nine and a half. Oh, okay. Oh, she's not there. Meatball's not here. (laughs) Oh, bitch is there. Okay. (laughs) Nine divas. It's really an amazing group of girls. No no one shady. No one evil. Like some of these, some of these girls. <laughs> um, did, well, last week uh, everybody was really nice about the the elimination. Did you see all that? Well, there's no money at stake. Of course, everyone's nice. They're Everyone's all like, so oh, nice. Love you, babe. Yeah. Wait, uh, no, I didn't see what you were talking about. What happened? Well, I'm definitely not talking about Tatiana's arrest. I, I'm not talking about that. Save it for how? Oh, listen, you know. She Listen, went in the outdoor. <laughs> that's what gays have been doing for time immemorial. Yeah, you can't tell a drag queen she's not allowed to go somewhere. You know she's going to go there. Out of my ears. Especially when she's full boots. And don't tell me you didn't get her fucking full boots. Okay, we'll talk about that on Hot Goss. Okay, okay. It's coming. This is the hottest goss. We love you, Tatiana. We love. Hashtag justice for Tatiana is already trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we support you, Diva. 100. Tati Tippett. So, last week on the Tuppence, uh, <laughs> Drag Race Tuppence, Drag Race Tuppence, uh, we met, uh, we met the 10 Divas last week, uh, things down, they did a, a hometown look, they did a Queen Elizabeth, finger strokes and gothy call, landed at the bottom and they lip synced. Wait, what'd you say uh, about Girthy Kendall? Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall, Girthy Kendall, Girthy Kendall, giant member, giant member. <laughs> uh, how's she doing? Um, how what? Oh my gosh, I I talked to like she was on the tour with you, like you knew her because you were in England too. But you're not in England; you're in Norway. We're in Norway. We haven't hit the UK yet, but I would I will be so starstruck when I finally do meet Gothy Kendall. I actually, I want to fly across the yeah, fucking world and go to meet Gothic again. Same, he's gorgeous. Okay, so uh, her mirror message, she says, I'm the UK's pork chop. I love you, friends for life, XXX Gothy. That's so nice. Uh, uh, and Vin- yeah. Vinegar makes quick moves to clean Vinegar the mirror. Vinegar jumps in and she says, I'm going to clean the fucking... I'm gonna clean the goddamn mirror. The body isn't even cold, love. She had she had enough of that. She said someone had to go. 
Um, Vivian clearly wants Cheryl to go too. It's they're they're setting those two up for a, a battle of the battle of the bitches for sure for later in the season. Um, I I don't care for this. I really don't. And I don't know. I the editing is fully working on me because I'm like Vivian is the villain, but it's like I don't know. Drag queens talk shit, and you know that's how we act. But I also love Cheryl Hole, and so I'm sort of like. Why is everyone coming for her so fiercely this episode? Yeah. Well, I, I know that when they were saying, oh, American queen, uh, UK queens don't even talk like how Cheryl does. It's like well, Cheryl's always talked like that as long as I've known her. And it just seems like uh, the Vivian was trying to say that Cheryl was putting on airs for TV. And guess what? Cheryl is putting on airs for TV because she's a drag queen. And it's what we do when we're on TV. We go big. We go over the top. Notice the people that are the biggest are getting the most screen time. Cheryl, Baga. Vivian, you know, the mouthy ones so far. And bitch, I love a mouthy model. She's charming and she's lovely. She never gives her opinion on a queen unless she is explicitly asked for it. She has never been out of pocket. She's never been out of line. She is lovely. And I think it's really, I I don't agree with the girls who are coming for her. I will, I will say that if you watch the end of this, that statement is a little bit wrong. She volunteers about the the weak member of the other team, I think, kind of, when she's like, oh, well, we weren't as bad as the people on the other team. Like, in the judging for this episode, and I think I don't really think that you have to, like, bring someone else's team into it to talk about your team the way she did, but um, it was a good plot point, and it did move it forward. And Rue was like, oh, well, who? Well, who, girl? Who, dear? Very hmm. bad. But um, I love well, her. as my old friend Master Bates once said <laughs> it's imperative that the UK's next drag superstar must honor the crest of charisma uniqueness nerve and talent even if she's not a fan of the lady rose <laughs> <laughs> um, something Wong totally thinks the challenge is vaginal and based off of that lady rose thing I would not disagree that's more um, what we're doing on Dragula yeah, for sure. <laughs> they, they like uh, like gynecological exams as a elimination challenge. Just don't wear a, a Manila pad dress. Well, you, yep. you know what? You'll have to tune in to Race Chaser Dragula, which is coming in the fall of 2025. I just saw a messy man. where we discuss every spooky episode of dragula starting from the very beginning wait this is the end of the rest of your life life can i ask what spoopy means because everybody keeps saying it what is spoopy spoopy means it's a play off of the word spooky because sharon is known for being spooky but it's a sort of a stupidification of the word spooky that's what i believe it means i thought it was when you got pumped so fiercely that you couldn't say k's no more you spooky <laughs> i wasn't sure i didn't know um too much juve too much juve the blame it on the juve um this micro blame mini it ch- on the juve. <laughs> this micro mini challenge <laughs> is so uh is so cute the the shoeless brit crew comes in uh switching signs having a little chuckle a little chuckle oh she's the top a uh, uh, tie-tie titter. Uh, yes. <laughs> toy, toy titter. It was definitely a toy-toy titter of a, of an intro. <laughs> so you guys are going to hold signs, then you'll switch. It's very that. Um, this, this is a great mini challenge because it's like, we're not pretending to pit you all against each other. We are literally just doing it. We're doing it's, it. I think this is... I hope that we bring this to the US version and to all versions. I think it's so fierce. Um... Do you? Yeah, but it's only fierce if the person actually does that. Because if they told me to do that, I would have put like fucking jiggly on the top. You know, I would have put my least competitive person. Like I would have just fucked with them. I would not have given them what they wanted because they're out to confuse everybody. But, but do you think Vivian did that? I mean, she took Vinegar, who was just in the bottom and almost went home, and she put her as the top competition. So maybe she kind of was. I mean, maybe, but I also think that Vinegar 
is going to perform very well in an acting challenge, which the girls know that it is, you know? And Vinegar, Vinegar's resume speaks for herself. I'm glad her wigs can't talk, though, because they would say, help, help. Um, <laughs> Come on. Come. I, well, I thought the Vivian did a really great job with this top to bottom ordering. And of course, the girls at the end are a little bit pluckings aplenty. Pluckings aplenty. The pluckings yeah. are definitely probable for sure with, with this lineup. Um, but I do think that Vivian pretty much puts some good strong ones in the top. She's got Baga there. She's got Davina, Vinegar, herself. <laughs> um, but uh, Rue doesn't make any of the other queens do it. Which which I thought everybody was going to have to do it. Then I was like, "This is a long ass mini challenge." But um, see, I didn't. I I didn't think they were going to have them all do. I think it was just a device to fucking get them pitted against each other. I think that Cheryl shouldn't have been so close to the bottom, and I don't think blue uh, blue hydrange, and I don't think something. So I don't know. I don't know what I would have changed in this order. Um. Well. There's not much that they can do on these teams with um with four versus five too, right? Like did you notice that? It's two different like uh it's two different like lineups. Do they always do that? Just as the math plays out. Oh math. The scripts have to be different. Oh, okay. Well, they're the same in their plot twists and uh overacting skills. You uh they're employing scandalous tales of intrigue and power, and then scandalous tales of power and intrigue. That's also funny. I love how meta this season is allowed to be. It, they're like it's louder, faster, this, funnier for sure. Yeah, the scene. They're like the scenes are the fucking same, but kind of different. Yeah, it's like everything's written on quick little post its. You know what? We're gonna take a quick What's little post it and go. Bye. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG, drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag. Okay, so Team Scaredy Cat is Davina, Cheryl, Blue, Crystal, and Scaredy Cat. And Team The Vivian is The Vivian, Vinegar, Baga, and Something Long. I know what I te- what team I'd want to be on. I'd want to be on Team The Vivian. What about you? I agree. That's a that's a powerhouse team. I just don't understand. I could not take instruction from Scaredy Cat with that cheek like that. Like, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> when the babies just do a Trixie cheek of, of just brown triangle, I didn't know that he was supposed to look like a cat. So when the runway, when they're like saying, "Hey, have you ever thought of not doing the cat makeup?" I was like, "Oh, that's cat makeup." I just I don't think it is cat makeup, Gorge. I think it's just. I think it's okay. I think she's done it. I, okay, here's what I think. 
I think that if she was, if she had been doing drag longer uh, and was older, that it would have been a conscious branding decision. However, I think it's a makeup mistake from a from a sort of like beginner queen early in her career mm-hmm. that she gets read for on Drag Race, and that's really where you want to hone your drag on a national television show, for sure. I mean, yeah. why 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 put someone on there who's like you know been doing it a while and knows what's up? Um, Especially when they're straight and they want to force that plot point. Um, or Where's bisexual. the trans? Bisexual. We want the trans. We do. We do. We do. We do. Bitch. We want the trans. Monroe Let's... Bergdorf up in there causing shit. Yeah. I would love that. But you know what? I'm glad they gave an opportunity to a guy, to a white guy who dates women. Yeah. <laughs> more cis, don't get, more cis white don't get, uh, women daters need chances in life for sure. They don't get to. Well, I mean, to be fair, they haven't had chances on Drag Race. So actually it is groundbreaking. What do you call Charlie Hydes? Kudos to. Does she date women? No, but she was on Drag Race and she's British. Oh, I, we're talking about straight people, not British people. <laughs> Fuck, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's the time change where everything's getting lost in translation. Girl, but yes. we we finally find out what Tuppence means, which is nice. We were right; it's it's a vagina, which is a new album by Alaska Thunderfuck, now available on iTunes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love that you have the soundboard, and I can't hear it on this end. Oh, I'm sorry. But I can only imagine that that was the ding or the Will and Wisdom. It was the ding. Okay, good. And now we'll do the dong. The do you? Okay, let me think and use words, Willow. I'm not good at reading with the microphone there. The skits. Okay, so the girls get assigned a couple of skits. There's accent. There's broad comedy, as we've come to expect. Uh, and someone who looks like Mariah Carey, which I guess they were like, let's just throw in Mariah Carey as the curveball and see, see who gets it. Yeah, because it, it's a distinct thing that makes it seem like everybody's in a couple different. I mean, let's be honest. Everybody's in a couple different skits anyway. Uh, it's some, yeah. Yeah. Some people are marking it for sure. And some people, <laughs> some people look like they've never even been in a school play. Honestly. <laughs> It's like well, what maybe they have it. Well, then why are they there? Uh, listen, I don't disagree with you, but not everyone can be a finalist. You need some people who are going to go home early and have t- have room to grow. And I think that's part of the magic of the show. Do you want me to text Morgan? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Uh, um, this I just uh, I just laugh when I'm nervous. It's it just, sort of a nervous thing. I just do. <laughs> Why <are> you mad? <laughs> Why are you mad though? Why are you, you mad, mad though? though? Why are you mad though? Um, this uh, this scary cat team is basically a group of underdogs, and um, when Rue comes through to do the the walkthrough, it it just seems like she's. Uh, it seems like she's pandering. Well, what are you going to, you know, and it's just all the, the upswings of the voice. Just very that. Like, we already know who's going to win for sure. And then the coming for blue so directly. Well, are you just kind of hiding under the radar? Like, Gorge, she had the best runway walk last week. Just because she was deemed safe, her look was fantastic. She was uh, the, the penny bitch, right? Yeah. Coinstar. Coinstar. <laughs> Coinstarina. That's her. That's her. Yeah, she was, she was pretty sickening. Um, do you are, you th- just, are you just flying under the radar dressing up like a literal coin? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I was like, what are you talking about? A, a couple times. I'm like, Rue, do you know who... Do you know which ones those are from last week? Should do they be wearing name tags or pictures? Or how would this be better for you, Rue? I don't know. But you know what? To be fair, they are making a TV show. You have to plant a seed of doubt in some of the some of the girls. Honey, you know. I've had many a seed planted. And there is no... <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> there is no doubt about that. 
Um, there is no seed of doubt regarding that prospect. Uh, is that seed? Yep, I don't doubt it. Ooh. Um, Michelle Visage is apparently a director now also, which is great. I'm glad that she's diversified um, her LinkedIn and skill set. She needs to up- yeah. update that. Um, I love her glasses too, those pink clear frames. She is the ultimate frame queen. She always got the hot, fiercest frames. Frame queen. Anyone, right? Anyone who knows Michelle, and also already, it's gotten to the point where fucking brands send her free frames because they're like, "We want you to feature our frames." She wears them well. Do you feature the frame? Um. You wear them well. <laughs> So let's talk about what happens here. Let's this this challenge is Team Vivian first, and was Vinegar wearing a wig or a turban? <laughs> I thought it was a mop head, just parted in the middle. I, I thought it was a turban at first, and then I looked closer, and I was like, "That's a fu- that's a gilda." Well, it's not a gilda; it's a half gilda. Wait, and was that supplied, or did she actually bring that from home, thinking, "Oh, I'll wear this." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Damn. <laughs> I thought she pulled out bag of chips' turban from her day look. And Inside I thought out. she put it under it. <laughs> um, but bag of chips uh, delivers the first standout catchphrase of the season, which is... Much better. Can we get that on the soundboard? Please. I know it's... We would I know love it's being that. pushy, but this has really gotten some heat behind it. It's really wonderful. Um, what isn't wonderful is something and her lines. She she's just <laughs> Flaptina Gagalera. She's just forgetting them all. She's having trouble, but I thought her singing of the notes was actually I was like, oh, okay, work. Yeah, was it was good. fine, but like when she was saying I don't know her, I thought she was talking about the script. Because she didn't. <laughs> Shut up. At all. <laughs> oh, the script? No, I don't know her. Yeah. She this team obviously understands like deadpan and like, you know, going broad and Baga is just like a fucking star for sure. Completely. And the Vivian uh it's solid. she holds it down yeah. as sort of like the anchor character. Yeah. She has the first lines and she stumbles at first and then she's like She's, she's on. really a solid. Yeah. yeah, she's got it. I don't think she's ever going to do bad this season, really, other right. than when they put her in the bottom to make a point. And then there's Team Scaredy Cat. Oh, yeah. shit. Cheryl is giving me straight up Alyssa, not knowing any of her lines, but right. not making it as funny as Alyssa. And that boo boo wig. Right. That boo boo gray Napoleon. Perhaps it was provided. Well, I mean, there's always something that could be done. Did you think that Scaredy Cat's character is a lot like Pheromone? Gorgeous. She was doing Pheromone Illusion. I hope that Pheromone gets checks for this performance. Yo, Davina's wig was definitely provided. So that makes me think that the other wigs were provided too. So maybe that's why uh, Venison Vinegar is. um, (laughs) Sorry. I knew it was a big, the venison. Uh, the venison. The, uh, or uh, vinegar. Vinegar was in that bad gray wig, you know, because the red one that is attached to the hat that Davina's wearing is kind of just as bad. Do you think the clothes are provided? Um, I, I wouldn't doubt that some were for sure. Yeah. Usually when they do like scenes like this, they give you a few pieces to choose from. Yeah. Um, did you sure. notice? Did you notice the hair change on Baga? It went from one short dark wig to a bob short dark wig as soon as they slapped her. It's a classic move. Then when the hair changes or when they shake a girl and then her hair changes the same color but like different style. I didn't notice, but now that line where she says, Come through, short blunt bob, work yeah. I didn't I literally didn't notice and that line seemed really out of nowhere. It was but really now- funny and um but kind of buried. I, and they didn't show it in the final either. So I was like, hmm. I don't know. But um all in all, I I think that Blue could have done better though too, for sure. Especially she after, faded into the background. Especially sure. after Rue warned her in the workroom, basically saying, "Hey, we're thinking about putting you in the bottom two for the next episode. You're kind of hiding <laughs> because that's basic when that's basically what that was." <laughs> I thought. when you get that critique in the walkthrough from RuPaul, 
it really gets in your head like a fucking uh, one of those worms that eats away inside your ear at your brain. Like one of those. Huh. An earwig. An earwig. Like one of those. So it, it takes its toll. And I think it really did. I think that she became really in her head and it ended up just manifesting itself as she kind of faded into the background. Well, I'm, she knows it too. I mean, the next day blue and something are sitting around just on the floor as, as the dolls do. And they're like talking that they're both scared because they both feel like they're in the, in the bottom. Do you like being on the floor? (laughs) Is the carpet comfortable? Are you comfortable on the the skin carpet or I am trying to get down to your level, Willem. Wow. (laughs) And then Cheryl drives it. I love Cheryl. And she's like, honestly, I feel amazing. Like I did great. You guys. (laughs) So it's, it's full on, um, Alicia, Alyssa delusion Edwards. Um, which, you know, confidence, whenever, even if it's misplaced, it, it's always an asset, I think. I'd rather be overconfident always than underconfident. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Cheryl. They're they're pitching Vivian and Cheryl against each other again, though, at this point. It's like once every segment, they need to have one of them cut eyes at each other or just go in. And Vivian says that um, she thinks that she's a bitch, a mean bitch. But I think that could have also been like... A mean she girls was quote. Yeah, I think I thought she was doing Janice Ian for Mean Girls. She was joke. I mean, that was a joke. She they used it as the sizzle in the commercials. They were like, "Oh, she said that." Take off your hat, and you then, bitch. And then, like when she says it in the actual show, they just all laugh because it's like so absurd and they're joking. Yeah, but the Vivian does not like Cheryl, so she she could say she was joking, but she actually thinks it too. And by her interviews, I think you're a horrible mean bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shade rattle noise. I forgot we had that one. I love that one. Yeah, it's a bit good. Maybe we'll put much better. Much better. Yeah. Yeah, actually, we should make much better the dispute button. Much better. <laughs> okay, it we're taking... Much better. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey, Alaska. I have a question. What age did you come out? Can you feel the love? Love, um, love. Goes a long, long way. <laughs> um, I loved the runway song. Sorry, sidebar, but I really do. Um, when did I come out? Um, it, I was 18 and my mom was like, are you a homosexual? <laughs> In the kitchen, in our trailer, and I said yes, and she was supportive and amazing, and she still is. That's awesome. Undramatic, I know. Yeah. Um, well, Vinegar didn't come out till she was 25, and that seems... Uh, I mean, everybody's got their own timetable and everything. Is she, right. she says she's Caribbean, too. I, I didn't know that... Um, I didn't know that she uh, she was uh, raised in the Caribbean. I thought she was English. I think of descent. So she was saying that it's even more sort of challenging culturally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think it was a really hard journey. And that's why she probably waited until she was 25. She's also of a different generation that didn't have the fucking internet and all the resources that young people have now. I mean, um, that is one of the lines that is being drawn with this uh, this series of the show. And Cheryl said it. She said the first girls that the Vivian all picked, she's like, oh, all the old girls, they were all over 30 first. And then the last three that were the younger ones were picked last. They could be underestimating the younger girls, but also the Vivian's only 26. So, I mean, she was, she was a younger one too, but she was the first one, so she don't count. Yeah. I also think it's really laughable to be like, you're ancient, you're 35. It's like, come on, girl. Like, you're not, like, they're not that old. Some contestants on this show have been, like, older than RuPaul or, like, really close, right? And so that, like, Tempest. Tempest? that's a valid joke to be like, oh, you're the old queen, ha ha. 
like it's I think it's really laughable that now in drag race being over 30 means you're ancient truth um <laughs> I have I have a question when all these girls are talking about like when they came out and everything and you know do your parents know half of the girls are painted and vinegar doesn't even look like she shaved yet uh, yeah what <laughs> I was like oh are you just gonna take your time and do like a light day beat like what the hell <laughs> She's ready to silky ganache down that runway, girl. She really is. Little boot and a scoot, little ponytail. <laughs> boot, scoot, and boogie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's talk about the main stage. I want to talk about this RuPaul look. Oh, oh, so good. Really great. I've heard a few comments about the the frontal of the of the Marilyn. Yes. That that it sort of. I don't know if it's a color difference or if it just has that really pressed back right at the front and then the rest sort of bounces out. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like it's got both. It looks like it's got a little bit of an illegally... It looks like an illegally blonde from Wigs by Vanity. I don't know if it is, but the color pattern, it's like a light butterscotch at the root and then 613 platinum everywhere else. But it does look like it was blocked back far and it looks like all the hair on the lace goes back before it curls up or forward or goes wherever else. It looks like it was a a heavily blocked wig, which means you take like some fabric and you put it around the lace and then you pin it to the wig head so it doesn't tear the lace when you're styling and teasing. That's called blocking wig. And some girls don't know how to do that, even though they sell in wigs on the internet. (laughs) And I'm just saying. Press the shade button on that one. Oh, we did. Well, uh, speaking of blocking wigs, I've shadow blocked you on Instagram. Can we talk about talk Maisie? About what? Maisie Will- Williams uh, using Rue's dress, using Rue Zaldi as a doormat. Was that part of the? They was, they planned that. Was it RuPaul a joke? RuPaul is not letting anyone stand on her garments. By any means, they staged it, they planned it, and they said, this will be fucking funny to have this short, petite young woman standing on the I wasn't train. there. What are you talking about? Ah! Angelou, or eternally the ingenue. <laughs> um, the, the main stage is just everybody it looks so great now. There are no boo-boos anymore ever. Rue, Michelle, Graham Norton, and just Maisie looks really, really cute. So, uh, so adorable. So cute. Now, bring it to the really runway. Great. Runway. Runway. This is a fun challenge. Bond girls. Girl, Bond girl. That's English. Bond girl is my favorite category every time. The Vivian comes out in this um, Grace Jones looking inspired shimmering cat suit. Just gorgeous with like a, a long, really cute. a long bat wing sleeve, nails, wig line great, kind of. She's... She is probably the look queen. I think she has the she's gonna have the best looks, concepts, for sure. Uh, glam, hair, makeup. Like she's always one hundred percent together. I think that she's gonna always deliver on that fucking runway. Me too. Uh something Wong is her Bond girl is Mei Ting. And she's she's also in a hooded jumpsuit. Um, but she has sunglasses. And She's giving me very uh, jiggly tees, for sure. Remember when Jiggly had them sunglasses? It was for like the gold, gold and silver runway. It was the good one. You cut out for a second. I don't know who you're talking about, but she's giving me Manila Luzon. Uh, <laughs> That's funny because when I cut out, I was talking about Jiggly, <laughs> and I come mm. back and you're talking. So same, yeah, totally. Um, uh, this vinegar strokes Miss F tits. <laughs> What is this story? I don't know. And and what animal had to die? Can you please press the dispute button, honey? <laughs> Thank you. I'm not I'm not in the studio. I can't press the control board buttons. We have a problem. What this is okay. Not okay for the runway. For the for <laughs> Maisie's just like Huh. Yeah. When when a judge has to make a concerted effort to be like, okay, this is the reaction I'll give that won't... Like, I just... I don't get it. She's seen the show and she knows she's on the show. So why is that what she's wearing on this show? 
Maisie's head just gives this little, <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, she just walked out. She, okay, I will, okay, I'm going to put it this way. It's well fit. What she may lack in the runway department, she, she has more than made up for in bringing, you know, charisma and talent to the challenges. Like, she's got chops as a performer that can't be denied. Yeah. And I yeah. I think that she's one to watch in this competition. But so does but, the Vivian, and she doesn't come out looking like a hot mess on the runway. Well, because the Vivian's saying luckily, she's a little... Yeah. Luckily, clothes and uh, glam and like details that can be taught and sort of put together with a team. Yeah, where's but having natural, (laughs) having natural like talent and instincts, uh, that is harder to learn. So, you know, I think she's gonna do great in this competition, Mm -hmm. but this runway was not one of the strongest. My inskanks tell me that a bag of chips is gonna be. Um, like a top two, top three for sure, because this laser Manelli, she's I don't I don't know. I want her to win Drag Race UK, Drag Race US. I want no, I, I want, want her, her to, to host come Drag in Race second Australia. place on this and then go across the ocean and win a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars on season fucking fifteen of Drag Race All Stars. For sure. I that's I, what I want. I love her so much. Um, Cheryl, Top salute of the week. Yes. Salute, salute. Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl. Double O dipshit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the name is good. The The outfit, it doesn't really work for me because you can see her nipples at some point and like there's no tit and like it looks like a leotard that would fit a girl. But since men's torsos are longer, it doesn't come up high enough to cover her nipples. And then this... Um, this she does this duck walk that looks like she's trying to take a no wiper and push the last little bit out <laughs> while she's like okay. moving and scooting so her feet don't get it you know that kind of i uh, i'm gonna go to the plate for this one though because her hair looks great she, her well her hair and face are outstanding but the silhouette the, there's fit problems with both garments but the silhouette is very james bond uh, it's sort of referencing the like swimsuit coming out of the ocean and the garter with the weapon like that. It's giving me Bond girl. I, I just wish someone would have done that specific white bikini or orange bikini that you're talking about that Hallie or Ursula Andress wore just because it would be like instant recognition, you know, and nobody really like did that other than the Vivian with the the jumpsuit and Mei Ting. Um, or I something, agree with something. you. Um, Crystal? No, I wasn't offering Willem. I was talking about the next queen. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I have a lighter. Um, <laughs> Wanda Wiper in this... I, Whipper? I, 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 Wanda Whipper? <laughs> she's a Wanda no Wiper. Do you spell Whipper with an H? Whip does have an H in it. Okay, because I, when I initially spelled it on the outline, I spelled Wiper and I caught it. Oh, what a no wiper! <laughs> From a no wiper to a whipper. Um, this is one of the strongest looks this week. Yeah, and it's fine. I like the ponytail a lot. Um, you know, I was I was shocked that she was going to have another outfit on under that a blousey coat. I did not. I did not. I didn't even smell that coming. Um, no, you did it. Now, scaredy cat. She's Kitty Rouge, which is a redheaded French fighter pilot, and. I just don't get it. I'm not trying to be hard on the kid because I'm double his age and I could have been his fucking au pair, but um, it's... Uh, it, it's I got it, but I also see that it's early, early drag. How is that Bond girl, though? Well, she's giving it a character and a point of view at least, but I think it looks a little off the rack. It looks a little, you know, separate. It looks a little... The wig is just the wig it's not you know if you're gonna go amelia Earhart, like go you could she could have gone a little further with that well look how far amelia went they can't find her right (laughs) i thought i thought the bang me what a gimmick was cute but it was cute once but not twice and michelle gave michelle lives at uh newchington arms (laughs) 
while she's in England because she's just the severest case of nooch. I think she actually got some nooch in her eye. That's why they're shut. She don't even want to look at Scaredy Cat. That's what that's what she gave. Yeah. Uh, now Davina DeCampo does this Paris eat mail. Eat them all. Eat them all. She has um. She she's she looks great. I think she's got a little hidden knife, which I think is a plastic knife from Crafty. Maybe <laughs> she had some craft service knives, which Did- almost works as a comedic, but you couldn't see it at all against the black. Yeah, but her response to the critique works really well. When she cried. Now I know Jeremy has a really. Oh, she's not wearing sequin. Is she wearing sequin? Who Davina? Yeah, is that coat sequin? Um, it looked like feathers oh. in the close up. It is. Did they know that you guys are up here? No, do we need to go? Yeah, they're all ready to go downstairs. Yeah, it's sequence. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I honestly, no, this is like the last tech that I was doing. It was like a dummy tech. And I think we are the dummies. We were all getting ready to go. Okay, so we're getting. I'm glad that I came up here because I don't think that they knew that Thank you guys you, were I'm glad too. I, you, but you know what? I would have been. I would have been, you know, I would have been left behind for the sake of the pod. I really would have. I know. I have the extra body so that they know there's more than one person at a place. They would have left us like fucking Kevin McAllister up here, bitch. Come on! So, we're almost done. What do you want to do here? Well, let's talk about blue. I'm going to carry my laptop. We'll keep talking until the Wi-Fi cuts out. And that will be like, you know. Okay, I love it. Nearer my God to thee sort of moment. I think that sequence not A Titanic moment? It's sequence and fur. We have a lot of bags. Can can you, John, could you? Johnny gone. No, you don't have to be quiet. Johnny been gone. This is reality. reality You don't have to be quiet. This is reality. These triple tits on Blue, Blue Hydrangea. Hydrangea. <laughs> I like this look. This is a salute for me. Oh, this look full. is a salute. <laughs> full. And, and the way she had her like fierce face and her makeup, her runway definitely saved her from being in the bottom two, for sure. Because like, it was fierce. Hi, we're bringing all the backs down and coming down. What I think is happening and... You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, let's blame production for trying to shoehorn a storyline. I think sometimes you have to get shooken up a little bit in the beginning. And I think she's going to be a competitor in this competition and she's going to go to the end. Can I have that? Those? I agree. And I think this is her moment to get shooken up and be like, girl, you know, look alive. And, you know, but I think she's going to, I think she's a contender. Same. Um, do you watch? I Down- just think she had to be in the bottom this week. Do you watch Downton, a- Downton Abbey? Because I don't. So I don't really know who these people are playing other than Maggie Smith lady. Um, but I, I thought the team Vivian obviously did better after watching these things. And Rue agrees. Completely. It really is the golden age of television. <laughs> Just shit joke on shit joke. <laughs> All of them. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Ooh, and the winning team is the Vivian. And Bag we, of Ch- that is no surprise. Yeah, two, so many snaps. And Bag of Chips wins her Rue Peter bag badge and i have a feeling she will cherish it until she probably accidentally swallows it somehow i just see that happening <laughs> Rue pizza um the whole team scaredy cat is up for elimination um and crystal is praised for That's her improvement verbally yeah Bitch, I gotta be Mount Shushmore and just not say nothing because this connection is dubious, but Alaska's probably saying something smarter than me, so I'll let her talk. And then I'll just say yeah every couple. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, Intel. Twist. Twist. Secret. Yeah, I love a secret. Thank you. Sitting on one. <laughs> but did you hear my note? If everyone... I don't know where to go. Okay. If everyone... Wait, if everyone... If everyone what? The phrase, you are all up for elimination, it's kind of just for drama. It's not. Oh, yeah. I never thought of that. They aren't all up for elimination because if they were all up for elimination, they all would be lip syncing for the motherfucking lives. 
Oh, bitch. I just thought of a new drag name yesterday. It was Charcuterie. I Wouldn't that be that. a good drag name? Yeah, it's pretty. Charcuterie. Char- Charcuterie is pretty, right? It is. It's exotic. Yeah. Um, what would you say about uh, Crystal's performance in this skit? Was it exotic? Wait, whose performance? Crystal, she's the one with the hairy chest and the armpits. She's the, she turned into camera and said, "Scandal." I thought that was funny. I thought it was just okay. I mean, she didn't really shine, but it was it was uh, serviceable. She's giving me milk in the acting challenges. I thought she was giving me like Katya, but yes, very milk too. Oh, I think she was aiming for Katya mm. for sure. Um, Tea, <laughs> love that. Um, True. S- s- yeah. They they do tell Scaredy Cat that her performance in the skit was one note and that uh, she should maybe try a new makeup idea, which um, I, don't, I don't think she'd be trying a new makeup idea. I think she saw Trixie on the internet and that's where she learned how to do drag because that's what so many of these kids do now, you know? Well, I think if you watch her music video, uh, Bedroom Queen, she does tone down the cheek contour. So I think she did take the no. I think she's still like, she's still rocking the extreme like drag look, but I think uh, she's still trying new things and still finding her face. She she looks like she's shopping a do- shoplifting a doll's kill for sure. This bedroom queen video is kind of cute though. Yeah. Check it out on YouTube. Yeah, definitely go ahead and check yeah. that out. I'm checking it out now. And, uh, uh, Maybe we should do a reaction video to all these girls' videos. Girl, I am here for that. Yeah, maybe on the on the Race Chaser Patreon. Hit us there. Um, Rue tells Blue that her three boobs, zero fucks look is uh, very good. Because it is. And I agree. I mean, it's um, really awesome. But her... The, um, the, the fact... Does she cry on the runway, too, about feeling nervous and alone? No, I think she's shitting her pants, but I don't... Does she cry? I don't remember. Oh, no. Davina was crying, I think. Yeah. Davina was crying because she she was disappointed in her own performance, which, like, I mean, they gave her... She did the best that she could with the role, and she was, like, you know, you got some chortles out of it, but, like, there wasn't much you can do with it. So I don't know why she's being so hard on herself, other than that she's a perfectionist. So yeah, and I, I think when you're there, I think it, it, by this point everyone is losing their minds already, and it's only episode two. Um, but it's hard to be there. You know, we say this all the time, but it it's a mental endurance scenario, and really, they you want to be pushed to your limit. Uh, that happened at Atlanta Pride this weekend to me. Oh my God! How many fists? Somebody, somebody put. <laughs> see, but somebody pushed me, and I literally was. See, but they couldn't clap their hands when both were inside you, so you're still really tight. No, I told them to snap their fingers, like the Adams family, and then lean back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, the the little bit of Untucked that's included in the episode I like because it's kind of like Untucked is usually like 10 minutes worth of drama stretched into like 23 <laughs> True. so I like that they're just throwing it in there now and just uh, you know getting it out there because the girls talking about Cheryl being fake isn't as interesting as when they're actually talking to Cheryl about her being fake because like it's <laughs> it's one of those things that Early earlier in the episode, they're all walking towards the couch to read through the scripts that they then butchered. And um, Cheryl says, I want to sit there. And she's like talking about the middle seat. And I was like, that's what I would have done, too, if I was on that TV show, you know. So Cheryl is being big and stuff, but she's not being fake at all. I, I can attest to that. And the girls that don't know her and met her there, I'm sure. I'm sure it was very like, you know, Fifi Willem vibes. You know, I, I don't see why anyone should like her there. They're, they're the competition. Yeah. But Blue cries at that point. Yes, that's where um, she cries. And it's really sad. Like, she's a very, she's a very young performer. She's obviously very talented. And it's, but sometimes these are... I mean, she hasn't been on Boston Public. Well, but sometimes these are blessings because to, to be put in the bottom 
in this process, it really, I mean, it's, I think it's going to shake her up and I think it's going to like rocket her toward being really amazing. That's my guess. That's my wager. Who knows? She might go home next week. I don't know, but I think there's a lot of talent there. I want to see the receipts. Me too. Um, <laughs> Scary is right that she will be lip syncing. So at least she's, uh, you know, reality based. I was um, shook that Davina was trying you, to learn the words. <laughs> like, Davina, you got good critiques. I mean, it's, it's, it's good to be over. Well, you know, when they said you were all up for elimination, they probably all thought that they were lip syncing. You know? Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's just hyperbole. You can't, I mean, it's hyperbole because to say everyone is up for elimination, like they're not, if, if it was a five way lip sync, okay, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, well, root it and say, hey, before you go back, this is hyperbole. And even if she did, the fuck, I wouldn't know what that meant. Yeah, um, you're right. You're totally right. I don't know. What do you think about the girls uh, with the chest hair and the armpit hair? Well, I know that you have armpit hair currently and have for several months. So are you talking about you? <laughs> no, Crystal. <laughs> I'm growing it out for, for Crystal. I'm going to trade in the armpit hair for Crystal. You're growing it for um, lots of about- love. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, wait, you don't even know. I'm putting extensions in my armpit hair in two weeks for this gig. It's going to oh, look so sexy. Oh, my God. Are you doing Paula Cole? Please. I don't want to wait for my armpit hair to grow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, all that. I just, I just found... I just found when um, you put makeup on hair, it never looks good. And, like, I'm all for a little armpit hair, but when you put makeup on chest hair, it it just doesn't read right. It looks like you got in a mud fight with, like, an animal. And that's what Crystal has in her chest for her titty contour. Yeah. A good hairy cleave. Yeah. I... Yeah. I'm... It's hard to say because, I, you know, if it's part of your expression to not shave this or shave that or to have a beard or to, you know, like I can't, you know, I don't want to shame it, but it also becomes. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely not. I was totally just asking because like, like Sasha Velour just came out with this article in People about when she got like MRSA or something or staph infection because like it was probably a razor that uh, ingrown or something that got infected and she had to get like part of her butt cut out. So like these girls in shaving, like it's a lot of shaving sometimes, you know? So I understand if a girl wants to be hairy, just like at least buzz it or something, like get it down to a nub so we can like put the makeup in the right spot and not have it look like you did it with a gerbil. Right. I I agree with you. I I think that as a performer and as someone who comes from the theater, I want to create a performance where things aren't distracting unless you want them to be distracting. And so, like you said, as an example, trying to paint titty contour over chest hair looks distracting and it detracts from the overall picture that you're trying to create. So in that way, I don't I don't think it's successful in this moment. If she just leaves it alone, like when she was on the runway, like she had fucking bushy ass armpit hair and I wasn't bothered by that. It added to the character and it was fierce. So, you know. Yeah. So there are examples of it. I liked it. It working and then, you know, sometimes not. Um, you would know better than me, I think. Has this lip sync song Venus by Bananarama been used before? I feel like it has. Has it? Because we were discussing that we c- we were shocked that it hasn't been a Drag Race lip sync before. I, I, I know it's been a Jackie Beat song at least eight different times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I don't I don't remember it. And I wish I could say the same about this lip sync. Because it's, it's, I don't think it's that good. I mean, I think Blue Hydrangea is okay. She's fine. Like, would I tip her? Maybe if I was friends with her. But Scaredy Cat just looked, you know, for it looked like her first performance. It was her first performance. And I, I just don't understand why, you know, we're putting somebody on the. Sh- Never mind. I've already said this. But like, there are so many drag queens in England that are amazing. 
why are they pushing storyline instead of talent when this is supposed to be a talent show search or it attributes itself to be at least like and you're putting someone on who hasn't ever performed goodbye like we know he's not going to be the the winner like put someone who could actually like compete i think like i hear good makeup and i like his point of view i it's just i it's just a farce like why would they're they're clearly doing it for story and I don't get it. Like, just say we want to make a fun show of girls, like, you know, living and fighting, and then we'll eventually pick one and pretend that it's fair. You know? I don't know. I hear, I do I know. hear what I know you're what saying. I see. However, I also believe that the fact that it's making you feel that way, it's probably making hundreds and thousands of other queens feel that way. And it's making them feel like, well, fuck. If that bitch gets on, then why the fuck can't I be on? So I'm going to fucking audition. And I'm going to go on there and I'm going to not be that. I'm going to be prepared and I'm going to be sickening. So I think a television show has the ability to cut both ways, but it's not, yeah. it's not just a strict, you know, I, I, it is a TV show and I think that it's going to have an effect, uh, either way. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not shitting on, I'm not trying to shit on Scaredy Cat because I mean, he's going to do that at home in a litter box anyway. But, um, the, the, I, 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 I feel like I'm shit talking him when I'm not trying to. It's like the casting that I'm talking about that's the problem here, not him. Um, but she is funny because as she leaves, she says, it wasn't a bad first gig, which I thought was a great outro, you know? A very but A lot of the girls' outros outro. are better than their, their forced intros for sure, <laughs> I think. Very fierce outro, and I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Scary Cat. One thing I hope we have seen the last of is that thing where a girl jumps up and then just lays down, kind of. Like, what is that? Like, why did you jump up and then just kneel? Like, no split, no nothing. Like, what were you, what were you, what were you doing in your head before that you thought you were going to do? Here's what I'm going to say about uh, what you're, what you're describing. I, you're, you're talking we about, we call it a jump, a jump sit. You're talking about Blue Hydrangea's performance, correct? Yes. Here's yes. the thing. Not everyone is physically capable of doing a split. I mean, I, I just, I can do splits all the time. I don't do them on stage, um, as a choice, but, um, I, can do yeah, them. Yeah, it's too showy. Too showy. Right. Uh, but some girls aren't physically capable. What I will say about Blue Hydrangea's performance is she did impactful, exciting drag moves without doing splits or death drops because she's not trained in doing them. Uh, but she she gave an energetic, exciting, engaging performance and you know what? Jumping up and jumping down, that's using levels. That's Theater 101. And she did that. And it made RuPaul go, ooh. Yeah. I I, I, I will say they cut to Ru's eyes, though, when she did that jump thing. And they made, they made it very clear what they wanted the audience to think. But I will say Blue Hydrangea's <laughs> performance was effective. It was effective. It was. It was effective. She didn't... Yeah. If she was hired... Not affected. If she was hired at my bar and she did that performance, I would bring her back next week in a second. Mm -hmm. With three tits. I'd say bring another tit. Bring four. (laughs) Hey, and next time you're here, bring bring four friends, too, to listen to Race Chaser next week. We promise to continue to provide you with award-winning content on Wednesdays and Friday every week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. (laughs) And you can rate our podcast or comment about how pleasing to the ear it is and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. And we have bonus video content. That. Go ahead. I didn't know you had an I I didn't know you had an outline, but you kill it. No, you go ahead. We also have bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. And you can sign up and be a patron and support us 
If you use the term the <laughs> If you use hashtag race chaser, you can watch the videos a la carte. And on Instagram, follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska five thousand. And our race chaser podcast is at race chaser pod. And don't forget to use we the, hashtag the pod race chaser will you post we love hearing from you send us a DM or email us at support at gmail.com that's Irish. And we promise. I did Irish. And we promise every every episode from this point forward will be much better. <laughs> much better. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm in a tour bus. <laughs> Bye. 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 Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Dog. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. Dog.